Welcome to The Thought Vault, where we learn to unlock our minds to live with more purpose and bold intention. I'm your host, Emily Vermillion. Take a deep breath and let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to The Thought Vault. Today we're talking about dreams. Do you even have a dream? Have you been chasing a dream to no avail? Is it is your dream buried and you haven't given it the thought of day because it seems kind of shameful? Maybe because someone has said that's crazy. Either way, we're going to talk about this because it's a subject that is close to my heart as I have witnessed in my own life how important dreams are. And most of them are God-given, even if we don't realize it. Sometimes dreams become something that aren't even our own. Sometimes we have dreams that are copied from other people or we find ourselves chasing something that we don't even really want or even fits who we are. We've just kind of taken on this dream, so to speak, or given it the title of dream when really it's just a glorification of of a title that we want or a way of life that we think fits who we are. Dreams are different in that they can elude us, they can be concrete, they can be confusing, they can be ever-changing. And sometimes we're chasing something that isn't even or should even be part of our story. Maybe your dream lives in the dark or you stopped considering it. Or like I said, you're not even sure what it is. What if your dream isn't typical or traditional? It doesn't mean it's stupid. And what if God gave you that dream so that he can magnify his glory? What if he always had huge plans for that dream, even if you can't see his purpose in it yet? At times, we can just see what's happening right in front of us. In the typical realm of our lives, you know, once we are out of our parents' homes, we have these responsibilities to live normal, productive lives that meet our basic needs like food and shelter and clothes. I think once we get to this place in life, we all realize how more real and challenging just that can be. So dreaming can get lost in the faraway parts of our mind. For me, there was a sudden, like almost grief of loss when I got smacked in the face with hating my career choice. In my dream, this ideal life was not going to be my reality. I realized that quickly. We often believe the lie that our dreams aren't going to happen, that our dreams are far-fetched or not part of our story anymore. Or, Or we feel completely confounded when what we thought was our dream turns out not to be. That was me. But there is hope. Hope for what God has planned for you. And the hope rests in the truth that our dreams are not concrete and the truth that nothing is a surprise to God. God's grace abounds. For thus says the Lord, when 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will visit you and I will fulfill to you my promise and bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Jeremiah 29, 10 and 11. Maybe like me, the dream you had turns out not to be what you truly want. And this leaves you feeling like there is nothing left in the moment to do because you are, you're lost and you don't know what to do next. Not having a dream kind of gives you this feeling of having no purpose almost. But what we are told in Jeremiah is that we know God has plans for us. We are not lost. We're not roaming sheep. And it may even take 70 years to to fulfill the promise that he has for us and the the dream that we have in our heart. On the other hand, we can believe that our dream just isn't possible because based on our current circumstances, it seems too far removed from our reality. It's hard to dream when it seems that there's nothing lining up towards it taking place. But God doesn't place in our hearts something we are passionate about for no reason. He doesn't give us skills that come natural to us to use for no reason. 
We're all part of this woven together plan to glorify God, to serve out his purpose, to make an impact big or small. We all were made and created with intention. And so the things that you're passionate about, the things that you keep daydreaming about, they're not for no reason. It's a glimpse as to our fullest potential in God and how he created us to be. Jesus redeems all of that. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will hear you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. Jeremiah 29, 12 through 13. You can be wrapped up in the dream of others, whether by our own choice or the nurturing of others, influences in our lives. Living up to expectations most typically end with falling short. Expectations tend to be ideals and those don't often play out how we believe. When this combines with the need to people please or stroke our own egos against this, the status of others, we end up falling into the trap of living out someone else's dream or chasing something that God didn't even design for us to do. If this is you, up until now, you've been captive to people pleasing and self-dependence. You've abandoned your God-given dream and went into almost like an exile because you were more concerned about people's opinions than you were about staying focused on God's. And once you went there, you decided to rely on yourself and stop trusting him. That's a cycle that a lot of people fall into. They just kind of get stuck into this, this structure and this tunnel vision almost of what their life must be because they've lined all these things up to happen and, and to abandon what's taken place is, is unthinkable. So we end up depending on ourselves to fulfill our capabilities and to fulfill our fullest potential. And really we should be depending on God for that, even if things don't look the way we imagine them to. Or if we, like I mentioned earlier, don't see things right now lining up to be what we feel we're, we're called to do or called to be. We have to have faith. We have to have that trust, you know, faith of a mustard seed that God is working in the background, that God knows the longings of our heart. He knows what we feel passionate about. He knows what we are skilled at and what naturally makes us work at a, at a different level than trying to fit our lives into someone else's expectations of us or to fit into this dream. This, you know, it's easy to say the American dream. It's easy to try to like fit into that box. It's harder to fit into God's dream because it can be just something that we can't physically see or have a difficult time wrangling our mind around. Is this even possible? And so it makes me remember that God's power is limitless. God's capabilities are limitless. We often hear of people who have accomplished things that maybe we dream to accomplish. And sometimes the pieces that fall into place for that to happen, you're like, what? That just happened like that? They could have been living one whole other life and then just like one conversation, one step of faith, one anything up until that point Set them, sends them on a whole new path. And so letting go of dreams to me isn't an option. When you, when you don't rely on God, when you don't rely on his provision for his working things together, we become very interdependent. And that's a problem that strokes our ego, it strokes our flesh. It gives us a reason to not feel a part of God's bigger picture for ourselves. And so often the things that are written on our heart are placed there specifically by God 
They haven't been nurtured into us by our upbringing. They haven't been nurtured into us by society and cultural expectations. Some people are just born with a certain set of skills or a certain set of desires, and we should cling to those. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and all the places where I've driven you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place from which I sent you into exile. Jeremiah 29, 14. When we turn our back to God's promises, when we feel like he isn't there or isn't present enough in our lives or he's taken things away from us. Sometimes for myself, when I realized that the corporate job I had chosen and that entire time spending learning about a specific skill set, healthcare management to be specific to my situation, and then finding that that was not a life for me, I was upset. I was upset because I felt like, why would you make me go through all of that education? Why would you send me through all those internships? Why would you um, open doors for that if it's so obvious it's a closed door for me now? Uh, And sometimes that can, those thoughts can lead to bitterness and resentment, but this is where God promises. He promises to restore you through the difficult. He does this through the power of the Holy Spirit, and our future is filled with hope because of His goodness, because of His plans for our for our lives and through the difficult seasons, through the mundaneness, through the struggle and monotony of just trying to meet our basic needs and life plays out, there's a purpose in it when we're still focused on God, when we're still hope-filled and relying on His promise for our lives. This is what's so important about staying in the realm of dreaming. We have to continue to dream because it, it brings hope And our dreams may shift, our dreams may change. Uh, And I want to encourage you that if you have a a broken dream, it doesn't mean it it wasn't for a reason. Um, Or if you have something that isn't lining up or you think, you know, I still so know that God wants me to do this, but there's no evidence of it right now, keep moving. Because just like he said earlier in Jeremiah, you know, even after 70 years, you know, I'm going to fulfill my promise to you. We don't know the exact timing of God's timing, but it his timing is perfect timing. And it always is a hindsight 2020 situation. But we have to hold on to that hope that is all for for a reason. So how can you hang on to, to your God-given dream? And Jeremiah 20, 29, 8 through 9, he says, For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, do not let your prophets and your diviners who are among you deceive you, and do not li- listen to the dreams that they dream, for it is a lie that they are prophesying to you in my name. I did not send them, declares the Lord. It's very easy to miss. It's very easy to not see the warning there, but God literally tells you not to get sidetracked from his plans for you by following other people's dreams or getting caught up in basically the way of the world, which may be exactly what caused you to abandon your God-given dream. And bear or bury it or expect a certain outcome from it that was not what you had in mind. I've had dreams about one thing and in the process of pursuing that, realize there's something else that fits so much better. But through that process, that's how I discovered it. Had I not been still trying to pursue the dream, I never would have gotten to the actual place he is placing me. And so this is where there's some, you know, tough questions. Hope for resurrecting your dream lies in your answers. So don't buy the lie that your God-given dream is unrealistic or inferior or not in the cards or that you don't have one. 
that's not true either. We all have dreams. We all have things that are pulling at our attention and pulling at our thoughts. So much of what we think about reveals what's on our heart and reveals what's important to us. And we should take inventory of that. We should take stock of that. Ask yourself, what God-given dream have you buried? What gift aren't you sharing with the world because of the lie that your dream is stupid or doesn't have any value? What's your community like? Or what's the world missing because you're choosing to ignore the dream that you have? How would it impact your community? And community could be your family. It could be your friend circle. It could be your work circle. It could be all of it intertwined. If you were actually chasing your dream and living into that, how would it impact those that you do life with? What possibilities can become certainties if you dig your dream out and you know make state steps toward making it come true? Having faith that God is working in it. Sometimes we have to understand that we can't see all the pieces at all the times. We don't know what is happening in the background of our own lives to create the dreams that we have. God is omniscient and he has plans for us, even in the slow burnout and unknowing cycles of life. So don't stay sidetracked from your God-given dream. 10 years ago, I used to cry every single day going to a thankless job that proved to my heart I was in the wrong place. It felt so obvious that there was no question of how can I make this work? But rather it was, I have to make something else work. And I was in a prayer, like a minute by minute praying situation, (laughs) like, God, let me get through one more minute here. And in that time, I drew so much closer to God and could see that there was something else. And he answered my prayer with a simple idea to start a blog. I had to teach myself every single morsel of being on the web and building a website and putting together content and posts. And I mean, it was insane. And that little small thing expanded into me learning how to do things I never thought of, like designing graphics and, you know, being on social media, going live and talking to people I don't know. What? You know, it it even moved into me expanding my education and becoming a certified life coach, learning to host a podcast. I mean, it's just wild. I mean, I had zero clue this is what would be a result of me being in a place that fit none of the cards I felt were dealt to me. So the essence of my dream has been the same. You know, back when I got my corporate job, my dream was I want to help others. I want to have autonomy in my job and leave a legacy of a good steward of God's will in my life and 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 proving that God's love was a part of who I was and that I left that legacy behind. And those were like my ultimate dreams. I wanted to have that type of life. And so I had no clue that that would include, would not include having a, a position of impact and authority. That's where I thought I would get that. But, you know, I'm still living out my dream right now, even though it looks completely different. You know, I had to go through a time of really grieving and being scared and confused and lost and frustrated with my circumstance. And then I finally let it go. I stopped trying to control it. I finally just trusted God to work it out and put together my steps and my efforts to achieve what he had created me to do instead of me trying to create the life that I thought I wanted or had envisioned for myself. I I was achieving things that a lot of other people were achieving and made me feel good. I was, you know, running with the other fishes in the sea, right? I was doing everything everybody else was doing, but I felt horrible at the end because my attention was achieving something that was definitely a part of me living up to others' expectations and achieving the things that sounded like the right 
thing to do, if that makes sense. And so uh, I, I ran that race and I got to a place where my dreams felt crushed. But I understand so much more about myself. I understand so much more about God and how he works in my life and who he is to me through that. And now, you know, hindsight 2020, I, I'm grateful for that experience because I don't have to wonder, was that what I should be doing? Because I know it was a full stop no. And um, it feels good to still be operating under the authority of God directing my path and what he created me to do. I have so many dreams and so many things that I'm aspiring to do, but I'm also allowing God to lead that and trusting that uh, having those dreams gives me hope for the future. It gives me goals to pursue, but I'm also open to the journey it's taking me to get there because I know so much more can be revealed in the process. And having those dreams is such a, it really is a blessing. A lot of people will use the term like, well, I, I can't afford to dream. You can't. It, it has nothing to do with your circumstances, everything to do with your mindset and your heart because you can dream in no matter what circumstance you're in. And that's about placing that hope and that that expectation in God's promise to us. He's never going to forsake us. And we're when we are allowing him to lead our steps and lead our choices and lead lead that hope that we have in our heart, we are operating in our current life in alignment with what he has planned. Like I said earlier, we don't know all the little things he has going on behind the scenes. You know, you hear these stories about someone who just catches the eye of someone in the store, they have a conversation, and then this whole new life starts because they just had this God-appointed moment with this person that introduced them to something they weren't expecting. So don't ever walk with your head down, so to speak. Don't ever walk with your heart down, not open to what's happening right here, right now. And that is and could be part of your bigger dream. And so I just want to encourage that this is not a time to live with no dreams. <laughs> this isn't a time to be caught up in and just trying to make make your basic needs happen. Do that and take care of yourself, but also give your give your life, give your life and your heart that opportunity for hope and that that space for hope for hope in your dreams and and fulfilling what God has in store for you. You know, joy comes from grabbing hold of His promised hope and future for ourselves. There's joy in trusting his vision for our lives over others' expectations of us or our own expectations. With prayer and, and having that faith in God, you don't have to bury your dreams. You can keep dreaming. You can change your dream. You can go with the flow. You can be more present right now because you know that you have uh, this faith in God and his control over what is happening. And as it may not make sense or as there may be obstacles that come up in the way, you know that God is present in that and you're and you're and you're relying on his presence in that. And we're relying on him to help us make the right choices for all the different things that come up. So dreams are not meant to be lost. Dreams are not meant to be for people that have time to dream. Dreaming is for all of us and it's something that should be a mainstay in your life with Christ because it's allowing him to step into that space and uh, show up in ways for our heart and for our lives that we didn't anticipate and grow a deeper relationship with him. We may not always achieve the dream that we had in mind, but if we continue to dream, we are giving that hope over to God and and drawing closer to him and uh, and having a more understanding and discernment 
for what's happening in our lives right now. And so even though the dream that we think we want isn't maybe playing out or shifts or changes, we're okay with that, right? Because we have that faith in God and we have the faith in his promise to us, his promise to always hear, hear our dreams and always to have his provision over our lives. He says, I will bring you back to the place from which I sent you into exile. He's promising Israel then that even despite all the difficulty that they had to walk through, his promises are clear in, in what they dream to have, this safe place to live and to raise their families and to have abundance is coming. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. This is one we hear, this is a verse we hear a lot out of Jeremiah because it means that we are truly handing over the control to God. We are truly having faith that he is working things together and he hears us when we speak to him in that way, when we're leading our lives in that same manner. Will you? Will you continue to dream? Will you try to dream? Will you give yourself a moment to think about what are your dreams? If you're not sure, give yourself a moment to think about it. Start dreaming again write them down. It's it's wonderful to see things that I've written down that I've dreamed about happening and prayed over and to see how that's developed over time. I look back and sometimes they're not at all what I had planned for or prayed for or written down, but I can see so much of a change in me looking back and say, wow, like I wanted that at that time, but through praying for that to happen and, and being mindful and hopeful and dreaming through this season, now I have more clarity. Now I have more discernment on what's going on and where God it has me right now and where I'm trying to go. And it's all part of the journey. We hear that so much, but life is so much about the journey, not about the finish line. So enjoy the journey. And part of enjoy, enjoying it is dreaming because dreaming gives hope. And hope is one of the greatest things that we can experience. With no hope, there's no good life to live. And that's truth. So hold on to that hope, hold on to that prayer, keep dreaming that dream and and be willing to keep it open to God's plans for you and not uh, getting it wrapped up into everything that you feel the details should include. Be open to his details for that dream to come to place. So I wanted to encourage you that and encourage you in that today that dreams dreams aren't meant to be sidetracked. Dreams are meant to be filled with hope. They're meant to help redeem us to God's purpose for our lives and to keep us in alignment with his purpose for our lives when we are intentionally dreaming with him in mind. So that's all I have for you today. I hope that you enjoyed the conversation today. I hope that uh, if this helped you kind of get a, a new insight onto this and why this is important, share this episode with a friend. Make sure that you're in our private Facebook community called the Bold Insiders. It's a great community where we are pushing to improve our lives physically, mentally, and in our walk with Jesus. So make sure that you're in that Facebook group. You can go to boldpearls.com forward slash insiders or click the link in the show notes below. And if you're feeling stuck and you need a jumpstart to living more intentional with your life, when you join that private Facebook group, you're going to get a free workbook from me. It's called Indecision, and it's going to help you walk through, it's going to walk you through some questions to help you get unstuck and have more of an action plan of how to get moving forward. And this will be a great compliment to today's episode. So until next time, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Romans 12, 2. Go live with bold intention, everyone. Bye for now.